Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome in to Duval Daily, your daily dose of Jacksonville Jaguars news and analysis. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we are talking Trayvon Walker. We're getting more and more buzz on him from a national perspective as we approach the NFL draft. It's Tuesday, April 12th. We've got less than three weeks until the 2022 NFL draft. And while we've had our runs of Evan Neal being the consensus top pick prior to the Jaguars placing that franchise tag on Cam Robinson and bringing in Brandon Scherf, Since then, we've had Aiden Hutchinson, the Michigan pass rusher, as kind of that consensus number one guy that a lot of people are mocking to the Jaguars, that the betting websites are uh, giving the most favorable odds. Aiden Hutchinson's been that guy for a while since that first wave of free agency and and the uh, placement of the franchise tag on Cam Walker. But there's been some buzz over the last couple weeks about Trayvon Walker potentially being the first overall pick. It's been interesting. It started with some guys like Dane Brugler, who's a fantastic draft scout slash analyst for The Athletic. He's been really high on Trayvon Walker. Heck, I was on board with Trayvon Walker being a first pick before a lot of people were. uh, Excuse me, not a first pick. Take that back. A first round pick. I wrote him up in January. I had him in my top 15. But now we've got people talking about Trayvon Walker as the potential number one pick in this draft. And some steam or some buzz on that uh, continues continues to come out. And, And the latest example of this, we've got Peter Schrager and Mike Garofolo, both of NFL Network, NFL Media. On Monday, April 11th, Schrager's on Good Morning Football. He had this to say. Everyone's inking Aiden Hutchinson to the Jaguars. But around the NFL, there's talk about GM Trent Baalke and his draft history with San Francisco. Year after year, the 49ers took players with incredible physical traits over the top collegiate performers. That's Trayvon Walker. That's what Schrags had to say yesterday. Uh, He used the 49er selection of Alden Smith as an example of a guy with um, traits over production. I don't know if you can really claim that Smith was a traits over production guy, but we'll let that slide. Talk about that more here in a little bit. Smith wasn't a surefire thing, though, compared to some of the other edge rushers, edge defenders in that class. 49ers took him anyway over guys like J.J. Watt, Ryan Kerrigan, Cam Jordan. That's just to name a few. There was a ton of talented defensive linemen in that class. Later in the day yesterday, though, Mike Garofolo, he took the assist from Peter Schrager, and he ran with it. 
He says, I've heard the chatter that Trent Balky sees a lot of Alden Smith in Trayvon Walker. We're 17 days away from Balky and the Jags making their decision. Goodness. What a shakeup at the top of the draft it would be if the Jaguars decided to roll with Trayvon Walker, the edge defender, defensive end, versatile defensive lineman out of Georgia. Follow myself at Jordan DeLugo on Twitter and Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. And if you would be so kind, please go ahead and like and subscribe on YouTube at Gen Jag. The start of the offseason program for the Jaguars was yesterday on Monday. You know, the team's getting back into the building. They're allowed to start having team meetings and rehabbing and things like that. They're not allowed to get on the field yet. But the team has convened. They are in the building. You saw Trevor Lawrence and Christian Kirk chatting with each other. Obviously, that puts you in your feels. If you're a big Jags fan, and I'm assuming you are because you're here watching this video. But yeah, start of the offseason program. You also have some news that came out this morning from the Schultz Report on Twitter. John Mechie visiting with the Jaguars. Interesting receiver prospect out of Alabama there. So we're going to talk more about the start of the offseason program and John Mechie and some other topics later today on the Gen Jag podcast. You can find that wherever you listen to podcasts. We're eventually going to start getting that on YouTube live streamed as well. But for now, it's just on your favorite podcast platforms. But this episode right here, this episode of Duval Daily, all we're doing is talking about Trayvon Walker and that comp to Alden Smith, a lofty one, to be sure. And then ultimately, you know, whether or not the Jaguars should select Trayvon Walker with that first overall pick. I did not think we would get here. I did not think Trayvon Walker would be considered a top pick candidate, but we are. That's where we are today. A lot of people are talking about it. A lot of the smartest minds, the most plugged in guys and gals in the draft community, they're talking about it. Trayvon Walker at one. Mm. So let's go ahead and start comparing Trayvon Walker to Alden Smith. And just to get this out of the way, we're not talking about off the field or from a maturity standpoint comparing these two guys. There's really no comp there. We're strictly talking about what they can do on the field. Alden Smith had well-documented personality concerns, off-the-field questions that showed up big time, ultimately derailing his pro career. But early on in the NFL with San Francisco, Alden Smith was dominant registering 33 and a half sacks in his first two seasons in the league. His third season was also impressive, but he didn't uh, get in as many games, started having more issues off the field, and he ended up being suspended for quite some time. Had a minor comeback in 2020, but Alden Smith, unbelievable talent. You saw it when he was on the field. Just couldn't stay on the field. That's not the issue we're talking about with Trayvon Walker. This is a bright kid, a nice guy, hardworking, team player. I don't think there's any concern with off-the-field issues with Trayvon Walker at this point. But that's the comp that people 
perhaps Trent Baalke included, are making. Trayvon Walker and Alden Smith. What he was, Alden Smith, that is, before the off-field distractions creeped up and, and ruined his career. But does this comp make sense? And if it does, should the Jaguars pass up guys like offensive tackle Evan Neal, pass rushers Aiden Hutchinson, Kayvon Thibodeau? Should they pass up on those guys to land Trayvon Walker at one overall? So from a physical standpoint, does Trayvon compare to Alden Smith? Yeah, that comp is easy to see. Trayvon Walker is six foot five. Smith is six foot four. Both have length. Um, Walker has 35 and a half inch arms. Alden Smith had 35 and three eighths. So pretty much the same length right there. Walker had a little bit more length, a little bit more reach. Uh, both are big boys. Walker is 272, while Alden Smith was 263 at the combine. Then let's look at athleticism, right? That is where pass rushers make their money these days. I mean, you look at so many project pass rushers that came in and athleticism was their defining trait, and they've ended up being good players. Of course, you'll get some misses doing that too. But just from an athleticism standpoint, Walker and Smith really don't compare. Alden Smith was a good athlete for his size, but Trayvon Walker is a generational athlete. There's no question about that. He's more athletic than than uh, Alden Smith in virtually every way. Ran a 4.5240 compared to Smith's 4.82. His vert was an inch and a half higher. Way better in the broad and the three cone and the short shuttle. The only thing that Smith did that Walker did not do at the combine was bench. Smith put up 20 reps, which is impressive for the size there that you see for the length. Harder for those long-armed guys to get up all those bench press reps. And of course, right now, all we've been talking about is athleticism, physicality. But we're talking about the game of football. We're not just talking about what you look like in shorts on, on a field, on a random field. So on the field, you know, between the whistles, The comp makes sense when you look at usage and length. Both guys use their length really well. I mean, it is just tough for offensive linemen to get their hands inside, to get their hands in the chest of these guys because of the length that you see. Um, And the usage. You saw them both line up outside. You saw them both line up on the interior. So I get that. Certainly. I get the length and the versatility to move up and down the defensive line. Sure, I'm there. Run defense, I think Walker takes the cake here too. He is stronger and more disciplined at the point of attack, in my opinion. I think he has much better run and chase ability as a weak side run defender. I mean, he's making plays all over the field. Um, unfortunately for Walker, we all know defensive ends get paid to pressure the quarterback and to sack the quarterback, to get that man on the ground, to disrupt the flow of the offense. 
this is where Smith was head and shoulders above Trayvon Walker as a prospect. During his redshirt sophomore season, he was playing through, I believe, a broken leg, which is insane. Uh, and he kind of struggled that year, as you might expect, as a redshirt sophomore. But during his freshman year, redshirt freshman year, 11 and a half sacks, 19 tackles for loss. His hand usage was advanced. He used that length and his diverse set of moves to just quickly dismantle guards and tackles at the line of scrimmage. And then he had the length and movement skills after he beat those guys to consistently make plays after the snap, you know, within two to three seconds of the snap. Now, Walker did not become a full-time starter until 2021, thanks in large part to an insanely talented group around him. We've talked about that ad nauseum. And, um, and even after he did enter that starting lineup this year, Georgia simply did not ask him to rush the passer from a wide angle all that often. He was in much more of a control, a contain role, uh, you know, kind of allowing the linebackers to feast behind him. When you talk about Nakobe Dean, Quay Walker, Channing Tindall, that's what Walker was doing a lot, Trayvon Walker. The pass rushing part of it takes so much projection. And it's not as if there aren't flashes of greatness and quick wins for Walker, but they are few and far between. It might not be Walker's fault that he's raw. I mean, reps and scheme have so much to do with with what Walker was in college. And and quite frankly, I think he's going to be used vastly differently in the NFL. It's a fascinating question and debate. Like, just because Walker has not shown the ability to consistently do this at this point in his young career. That doesn't mean he can't do it. But on the reverse side of that same coin, you can't say that you know he can be a dominant pass rusher. You can't say that you know he will develop the hand usage, the nuance to become an elite pass rusher in the NFL. Fascinating to see if he will be able to do that or not. For me, I simply have less questions with Evan Neal, Aiden Hutchinson, Kayvon Thibodeau, even guys like Jermaine Johnson and Charles Cross I have less questions about. I mean, Jermaine Johnson and Trayvon Walker were on the same football team last year in 2020. Jermaine Johnson was racking up the sacks in a role in a role. I mean, Jermaine Johnson, I think he had 200-something pass rush snaps. He was able to get sacks. Trayvon Walker was not. You look at Trayvon Walker against Evan Neal in the SEC Championship and the National Championship. Evan Neal got the better of him pretty consistently. You look at all those guys I just talked about. Could Trayvon Walker end up being the best of all of them if he develops some pass rush moves, a pass rush plan? Absolutely. Could he also be the very worst out of all those guys? Yeah. He's going to be a good run defender and a high effort, high energy motor player at the next level. 
but is he going to be a 10 plus sack guy? I really have no freaking clue. So is Trayvon Walker the next Alden Smith? I would say no in terms of how they win right now. The length and the ability to move up and down the line of scrimmage, absolutely, I see it. But Trayvon Walker, he's a better athlete. He's a better run defender. And he's a guy that the pass rush is all projection. Whereas Alden Smith, you wanted to see him get more consistent as a run defender, but you saw the flashes. But you saw his hand usage. Unbelievable hand usage. You just haven't seen that that technique from Trayvon Walker. Not consistently. So is this a great comp? In my opinion, no. Like, yeah, they both have length. They both can move up and down the line of scrimmage. But Alden Smith was this super productive as a redshirt freshman pass rusher that just showed advanced hand usage. We haven't seen any advanced hand usage um, consistently from Trayvon Walker at all. And this is a guy who did have time to develop in the system. Um, he simply is not as good of a pass rusher as Alden Smith was coming out. Is he going to be able to get on the field for you early as a run defender, as a guy you can move around? Sure, but you are going to have to, if he's going to become a starter in year one and a guy that you want on the field on passing downs, he's going to have to quickly develop a pass rush arsenal. arsenal excuse me. One that we haven't seen yet. So no, I don't think it's a great comp. I would not take Trayvon Walker with the number one pick in the NFL draft. But I also wouldn't blame a team for doing it. Like, I get it. His pass rush projection, yeah, you got to project it. But everything else is there. The run defense, the incredible athleticism, the length, the size. I mean, he is a generational athlete you do not see guys that are 6'5 272 with 35 and a half inch arms that are out here running a 4'5 that are doing a a a 35 and a half inch vert you know running the three cone drill in under seven seconds you just don't see guys doing that so yeah those athletic numbers are just out of this world But again, I would not take Trayvon Walker with the number one pick in the NFL draft. For me, he's more in the 7 to 12 range. For me, um, you have to factor in Alden Smith's off-field concerns when you're comparing these two guys as prospects, which they did exist prior to him being drafted. And, And Alden Smith wasn't the athlete that Trayvon Walker is, but Alden Smith knew how to rush the passer. At this point, you can't say Trayvon Walker does. That's tough. Um, yeah, he could be the best out of the bunch or he could be the worst or, and when I say worst, like he's not going to be a bad football player. He's going to be a good run defender, bottom line. And he's going to be a high effort guy that, We'll make plays, we'll clean up plays, and we'll we'll make plays down the field. 
so much of his production at Georgia was cleaning up. You saw Alden Smith getting into the backfield and making plays within two to three seconds of the snap. Walker's highlights, his best plays are generally extended plays. Plays where the quarterback hangs onto the ball for too long. Plays where he chases someone down from the backside. Plays where he's chasing down a receiver deep down the field or a runner. It is tough for me to get on board with number one overall, and I do really like this kid. I love the the athlete that he is. I, I love the energy he plays with, but he's not ready to come in and put up the sack numbers and the pressures that you're looking for, I, I don't believe. I don't know how you could say he is based on the tape. Um, so, yeah, Trayvon Walker at one is too rich for me. If they were going to trade down, maybe. But even then, I've got Hutchinson, Thibodeau, and Jermaine Johnson all comfortably ahead of him in my in my rankings. And I wouldn't take any of those guys above Evan Neal. He's my top prospect. You saw Evan Neal give, give Trayvon Walker the business. So, yeah, I know this is the season of, is it a smokescreen? Is it legit? If this is not a smokescreen and the Jaguars legitimately, I would hope they would already know who they're taking if they're picking at one. Who knows if they do. But Trayvon Walker at one over these guys who Aiden Hutchinson, he's a very good athlete himself. He does not have the length you're looking for, but he's a rare, rare sized prospect. He's six foot seven and a half, I believe. Six seven. Doesn't have the length you like, sure, but similar to Alden Smith, he has got a pass rush toolbox. He can defeat you at the line of scrimmage easily. Kayvon Thibodeau, he's got the best burst in the class. I mean, he's going to be a handful, and, and he's he's been dominant since his freshman year as well. When you talk about the breakout age, I know that some people aren't into the analytics, but Kayvon Thibodeau, he broke out as a freshman. He has been a superstar his whole life. Jermaine Johnson took him a while to get to where he is now, had some um, issues with his grades. Coming out of high school, last chance you guy. But he got to Georgia. He made an impact there. He got to Florida State, and he became one of the most impactful defensive linemen in the entire country. He has incredible athleticism for his size. Yeah, you can talk about Trayvon Walker being a generational athlete, and he is, and I don't use that word lightly. He's literally a 100th percentile athlete. But these guys are good athletes and they know how to get after the passer. <laughs> they know what they're doing. They're, they're advanced compared to him in that department, especially Aiden Hutchinson with his, with his just toolbox, pass rush toolbox. Kayvon Thibodeau has significantly more advanced um, 
pass rush plan and toolbox than than Walker. But he's still developing, and he's just incredible speed to power around the edge. Incredible football player, Kayvon Thibodeau is. And Jermaine Johnson, he has some balance. Um, he His pass rush repertoire is there. You've seen it a lot more than Walker. I don't think it's as consistent as Hutchinson or Thibodeau, but he's a great run defender too. So I just think Jermaine Johnson, I would take him over Trayvon Walker. He was more impactful when he was on the same football team as Trayvon Walker. So I love the kid. I think he's going to end up being a good pro, but to take him at one overall over some of these other guys, I just can't get on board with it. Uh, I don't think my opinion on that is going to change between, uh, you know, today, Tuesday, April 12th, and the first round of the NFL draft on Thursday, April the 28th. I can't see it changing. It's interesting, the comp between him and Alden Smith. Like I said, the length and usage are there. Other than that, though, I really don't see this as a good comp. And the comp is made because Trent Baalke selected Alden Smith in the draft. And they both had the length and the usage and some people considered Alden Smith raw, but he was not a raw pass rusher. He had he had some incredible moves to, to make an impact as a pass rusher early on, and you saw that once he got to San Francisco. I just don't see that from Trayvon Walker. Fascinated to know what you guys think. You know, Leave some comments on YouTube, Twitter, whatever. Let me know what you guys think about Trayvon Walker at one, and if the Alden Smith comp makes sense. I just don't think it does. But that's going to do it for the show. I really appreciate everyone for tuning in. Uh, make sure to hit that like and subscribe on YouTube if you can. Uh, that's at JenJag on YouTube. JenJag.com for all the latest Jaguars news and analysis. And, of course, some awesome Duval gear that you can check out there. Have a great day, Duval. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.